Hello, welcome once again to, and Sean, what is this podcast called? Cortana's Communiques. That's right, Cortana's Communiques, the Halo podcast, a weekly podcast on the television series Halo on Paramount Plus, formerly known as CBS Now. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going, sir? Uh, it's hot, Phil. How are you doing? Uh, same thing, same thing. It's been 90 degrees two days in a row. It's supposed to go back to spring uh, temperatures tomorrow. So Yeah, I, we had like spring for a week, and then we went for, it was, before that it was winter, and then it was summer. I, I don't, it was just weird. Yeah, that's spring for you. Spring is a strange uh, uh, season anyway. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Broiling just like you guys. Indeed. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? Hey, everyone. It's Sean, and I hope you're doing well. Indeed. Indeed. And you were at around 66 degrees, you said, right? Yeah, in her boats today, yeah. Yeah, so, so you get more comfortable, more comfortable. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I saw you uh, pulling out roots. That's it. That's I'm a, quite. A I'll be job. quite happy that I'm done that part. Oh man! <laughs> indeed, indeed. I thought I thought you just had tumbleweeds in your yard from the side. Oh of those no! Roots. <laughs> oh no! It would have the, the tumbleweeds would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, um, so uh, who are we besides uh, talk about Halo? Basically, uh, we're part of the Dark Discussion News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. We are one of the many podcasts on the Dark Discussions News Network, including the Dark Discussions podcast, which is the very first podcast of the network, which is now around 12 years old. Over 533 episodes have been released by the time people hear this. Uh, uh, this episode of Cortana's Communicates. Uh, this actually is the uh, final episode of Cortana communiques until season two of Halo comes out. Uh, we will uh, re-coordinate back then and, and have an episode uh, probably a week before the season two starts to talk about a recap of this season and what we think is going to happen in season two. Uh, but tonight we're here to talk about uh, the season finale of season one. Uh, but before we do, uh, for folks who are curious, what else can people find on darkdiscussions.com, Sean? I believe you can also find the Patreon button, which will allow you the opportunity, if you have the financial wherewithal, to uh, make a donation to help support the podcast because this is a free podcast, but there's a ton of costs involved. So it's nice to be able to help support the great efforts that are put in for every episode and what you can do is for every five dollars that you donate each month you get to uh, pick a movie choice that goes into a raffle thing and in the court every quarter uh movie is pulled and that could be your movie that will then get a review either on dark discussions made feed or the psychotonic oh my gosh i'm gonna screw this up barrett save me <laughs> and <No>. communiques. yeah <laughs> It's it's called Halloween Boutique Psychotronic, Psychotronic Reviews. Reviews. Ah, sorry. There will be anyways, there will be a quiz later. There will be, and I failed. And, <laughs> um, but anyways, the point is is that you can donate, and uh, for every five dollars you donate, you get to a movie choice. So if you donate fifteen dollars a month, then you get three movie choices, which you can be all one movie or multiple movies. And as I say, you get to have a movie review done uh, if and when your movie's picked. 
which is a really fun thing to do. And plus, again, good to support the podcast and all the efforts and time and money that I've put in for this. So, Indeed, indeed. So uh, we would like to thank you in advance if you so desire to participate in Patreon. Uh, now, with all the house cleaning done, uh, a couple things on tonight's uh, discussion. Uh, tonight's discussion is on episode nine, Transcendence, uh, directed by Jonathan Liebesman, written by Stephen Kane, released on May 19th, 2022. We were recording this this episode on May 22nd, 2022, and the episode will be released on May 23rd, 2022, to once again wrap up this season of the podcast as well. Uh, so we will still be here. You can always email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or press the darkdiscussions.com. Uh, uh, well, not press it, but go to the website. And uh, under the menu, there's a thing that says contact us, and you can email us through that way too. And if you want to discuss anything uh, Halo-related, uh, just type in Halo or Catania or whatever in the subject, and we'll know it's for this podcast here. Uh, this podcast can be found both on our Cortana Communique feed or the Dark Discussions podcast feed, wherever podcasts are found. And uh, so last check, uh, we were the number two Halo TV podcast uh, on Stitcher, as a matter of fact. Uh, also, um, let's see, what else? Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that, that, that's good enough. So, uh, Let's go around and discuss uh, what we felt about this final episode of the season. And we will also uh, talk about this episode as well as the season in general and uh, give our thoughts and whatnot. So uh, for folks who are curious, we spoil everything because if you are listening to this, that means you've already watched the television series or the show or the episode or whatever, and you are just interested in other folks' thoughts. So let's start with you, Mike. Yeah, um... Well, it kind of finally sort of maybe gave us Halo without giving us the Halo. Um, uh, it, it gave us a bang to the end of the season. I don't know that's going to leave a whole lot of people satisfied. I think at best it's going to get a lot of it's about time. I, I don't know that the effects quite pulled off the effectiveness at the end. Uh, they th did a couple of things that really annoyed me because it rendered earlier things in the season kind of moot uh, things that people had complained about and I just left me going well then why the hell when this was over why did you spend time on those things if this is what you were going to do with those things so uh, I could see this leaving some people with a sense of blue balls um, if I'm trying to judge this just entirely on its own it's it, it's it's an okay wrap up to the season meaning you know but again, there's two major plot points that I that baffle me. So we'll talk about it. All right, sounds good. Uh, Sean, what about yourself? Uh, <clears throat> so upon first watching and not getting the Halo <laughs> at the end, uh, I was not happy. But going back and watching it a second time and just pretending in my mind that it, if we were just looking at it as a gen generic sci-fi show that it was pretty good. There are some things that are like even or whatever, but otherwise it wasn't that bad. It's just depends on what your expectations were. I, I think. 
because if you were hoping to get to the halo or have the halo, um, you might be fairly unhappy. If you were didn't care about getting to the halo, then you could probably just enjoy everything else. So um, that's kind of where I am. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, for me, um, yeah, I um, actually uh, understand uh, the points that Mike and uh, Sean are talking about, where um, Halo does not make a real appearance in this episode, except as a quick flash forward dream kind of sequence like we've seen in uh, two episodes ago, I think. Um, but as an episode itself, it was pretty awesome. Uh, this is this is what uh, I was expecting and hoping for for all nine episodes to, and the whole season. Uh, again, um, as I said earlier in one of the episodes of this podcast, I said this would have been awesome if they just dropped us in the middle of uh, the Covenant conflict right on Halo, similar to how Star Wars just starts where it, we're in the middle of the the war and Alderaan is blown up and all this other stuff just happens and boom, we're in. And uh, I wish they had done that here as well, because if they had, we would have had a lot more of what we saw in Transcendence. And uh, Transcendence uh, was pretty awesome. Now, uh, Mike mentioned some some interesting things about stories that just kind of faded out and ended. And uh, I guess we'll talk about them. A um, couple of characters died that we thought were going to make important points uh, this season and maybe next. And it may appear that that won't happen now. Uh, so that was a little odd. Also, um, there were some really cool twists. Um and we'll we'll get into those as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode a whole lot. This this was what I was kind of hoping for, for during the series. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, um, I liked this episode a lot. I thought there was some really good action, but again, I mean, there was no Halo in my Halo really, and it it rendered some episodes, probably at least three episodes worth of show, kind of pointless, um, and that kind of felt like a waste to me. You mean that garbage? Nah, rubbish? I'm not going to call it garbage or rubbish. If it was on a different show, it might have been better. I think that time could have been spent in a different area of the universe than that, and it would have been much better spent if they were going to do a different storyline. Um, it just... That that left me unsatisfied. So I think that the next season is going to have to step it up or they would lose me at the end of season two. Um, I'm willing to watch season two because I really liked a lot about this show this season. But yeah, they'll have to step it up. And what do we say, Barrett? What? What was that? What would we say, Barrett, that uh, if we spend all of season two chasing the Halo and a returning (laughs) character comes back? Then then I'm done. Yeah, then I I give up. That that was uh, what I said. I give up. Barrett, you have to come back because... You're part of the co-host here. You have to watch season two. <laughs> well, for, I'm going to watch two. No, no problem there. I'm, but but two had better rectify some of the issues that I saw in this season. If 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 if, uh, if you don't want to come back, just just say a racial slur, and he won't. He'll have to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't want to be gotten rid of permanently. <laughs> well, and it, it, but to be honest, uh, who judges what racism is anymore? Because they just throw it around. Loosely, Everybody. So. Yeah, I mean, you looked, 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like Halo because these aliens racist. Yeah. What, what did I say? I just uh, I didn't like it. In the, in the, anyway, whatever. Anyway, so uh, no, no, Barrow Barrow's be hanging in there. He'll be hanging in there. So, we're just uh, joking, but it's just funny, right? Like, yeah, yeah. things we don't want to have. But all in all, this episode by itself was really fun. Yeah, it was. It was pretty pretty solid. I felt. Um, yeah. All right, so we can uh, talk about a couple things. Uh, basically, everything, anything, spoiling specific scenes. All that. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, if anybody uh, wants to start. Uh, I would want f- to start with my frustration. <laughs> okay, okay, with- okay. But before you do, let me we just uh, do a, a oh, quick. Sorry. A quick, no, no. Let me just do a quick uh, uh, checkpoint here, which is we got a Mackie story. We got the the battle between. The Spartan story. We got the Halsey story. Uh, we got, um, yeah, I guess those are the three big ones. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll talk about all that stuff. So uh, go ahead and Sean and give us your your uh, issues. <laughs> well, get this get this out of the way. It was just that basically this, and I think we touched on this, but all of the stuff with Quan made nothing. There was nothing attached to it. Nothing, Nothing that saved in this episode that at well, any point. What was the Wonderful. point of it? <laughs> and well, so that's just frustrating, right? Like, uh, here, here's where I'll I'll go with this, and this that I actually found the least frustrating, the less frustrating of the two, because the story wasn't resolved. Right? She's still out there. She's still guarding a portal. We all know that they're going to have to go through the portal to get to the halo, or at least that's what we're assuming. So they didn't pay it off, which means that they didn't pay off her story, which meant that it was a, a it, it was an inefficient use of time, and it's not good storytelling, right? To to just leave that thread dangling and more or less unresolved and unconnected to the main story, especially when now they didn't know when they were making this how unpopular. I'm assuming they didn't know how unpopular the the this part of the story was going to be. But nobody's looking forward to going back to it. But no, the fact, and but the fact that it's unresolved means they will, right? Means they kind of <laughs> have to, right? And now they could kind of have to go back to it, and they can do the Jar Jar thing where he gets a two-minute cameo, uh, and then you know, be, here's the portal, and then disappears, and we never see her again. Uh, <laughs> so they could do that, but they could just as easily have done that this time too. Now the other. Um, so, so yeah, there's still more to come. It's just bad, bad idea to handle it this way because it just leaves everybody frustrated. And even worse, you have to look forward to it coming back. Yes, yes, it does. So, Sean's so uh, issue with, um, I guess, the series more than this specific episode. Yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, we would all concur for sure. And we hope there's a, just a, a quick Jar Jar Binks type thing. Next, it season. would be even better if Jar Jar Binks actually or or redeem the character. Here's a thought. Well, that too, yeah. I'd redeem your writers. Yeah, but you know, I don't even want to redeem because I just want to see the Spartans. I don't, I don't care about Quan. I, I want to fight, see the Spartans fight the aliens, the Covenant. I want the Covenant. That what we saw today with the Covenant was awesome. Covenant is the best the best anyway um 
the other thing I was going to say, with the, because again, I don't want to be ranty, ragey, ginger person. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed the Kai stuff. Sort of all, of, and I think I mentioned this with you, Phil, offline, was that to me, my favorite character in the season has been Kai. Okay. And I don't think that, I mean, she's a part of the, the team or whatever, but I don't think she was intended to be a main character. But her story was far, far more enjoyable. When she almost died, I was like, oh, they better not kill yeah, her off. You, yeah, you're, you're going to do that? <laughs> uh, I think she was a main character, pretty much. I, I think it was intentional. I think so. Well, she's, well, a, there's, she's a supporting character. Master Chief is the main character. Yeah. I, no, I no, mean, but I, but think, I mean, she's as big of a character as anybody else besides maybe Master Chief. Probably, and, yeah. And Probably in comparison to with Kwan's character, right? Yeah. And what I was thinking of, like, the different stories and, like, how one storyline was handled very weirdly. And then another storyline, I think, was really, really done well. Right, right. And, and there's nothing wrong with six-foot blondes either, you know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, on a serious note. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, would, I would concur. Um, uh, obviously, her story kind of coalesces around uh, the Master Chief and the, the A storyline, which helps. But when they did focus part of the A storyline around Kai, it was awesome. So um, actually, when they, when they focused the storyline around Halsey, it was awesome. So the, the A storyline, except for the political machinations of Keys and the Admiral and and Young Keys were kind of yeah you know but as long as they focus on Spartans and Halsey I think I think it works Spartans and Halsey that's just my opinion comments questions opinions? I agree I can agree completely I mean when you focus on what's going on with Master Chief and all the machinations around him the show was really good. And what I think the extra time instead of being spent on Quan should have been was focusing on the aliens so that we could see what they were doing aside from, you know, everything was happening behind the curtains with them. I would have liked to have more of them. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say about that? Yes. It's cost yeah. too much. I know. Yeah. And I understand that. But, you know, it doesn't help that they didn't do much about the aliens except for in fighting. Um, I think it would have been better storyline-wise if they've had something in there for that. You, you notice they didn't have any jackals last night, this episode, the last, this last episode. I was, I was surprised about that. But, Mike, as, yeah, that's a fair point. But, again, though, the aliens are, are awesome. you got to have the aliens. I wish they had, like, supporting character aliens and, and focused on them. That would have been pretty awesome. You know, because, because the, the, the guy with the big hammer, um, the, the grunt, not the grunt, um, the brute, um, in the new Halo game, they have like two or three of those that are like main characters that you have to are like bosses that you have to fight, and so they have personalities and stuff. So, so they're interesting. And then the elites, they've had many elite uh, characters that have been uh, main characters in the past. Never mind the the three dudes on those floating uh, the prophets. So that would be cool, but as you will say, Mike, budget probably. Which, yeah, all right, but they could, you know, I mean, Game of Thrones had had dragons. Yeah, but how many dragons do they have in the first season? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, well they, yeah, they, they parceled those dragons out really carefully the first couple of years. Well, the dragons yeah. aren't even in the first, like, book right away, are they? I mean, I don't no, remember. Right. No, she yeah. doesn't even have the eggs in the yeah. first book or two, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, but, um, if anytime we see the covenant, it's awesome. Right. But this is, this is the, why do they, why do the Star Trek aliens always have bumpy foreheads? It's because it costs a lot less money, you know, to, yeah. to put, put a little makeup on the forehead than it is to do CGI and full body prosthetics. Um, and, and I understand that totally. But the problem is if I was going to want to see one of the two things, it definitely wasn't Quan. <laughs> so... Yeah, but that's they still cost less because you just put her in a in a desert <laughs> or on a soundstage, and it's still cheaper to do that. Um, but as a viewer, I don't care about that. I know that, but I'm saying, but you, <laughs> but the, the question is, so it's not a question of whether you're going to get him. You weren't going to get it. You didn't have that option to get it. No, I so know. <laughs> I, I. But that said, I I would have been much better. Uh, I think the series would have been much better at like six episodes and condensed. Right. Um, and and here's the other thing. Yes, so then, for sure, you're totally right. Are, are we in spoiler territory? I, you know, there's always there, there is no uh, no such thing on this podcast because we're assuming okay. everybody has already watched the show. All right. So since we're since we're not in in, in no spoiler territory, um, I, I think the other waste, of course, was killing off Mickey. Right. Like, right. What were the yeah. two? Go back to episode one if you can cast your mind back to six weeks ago. What were two of the complaints, main complaints? One, who is this Quan person? Yep. Two, who is this McKee person? Right. Because they had nothing to do with the game. Right. One, they never connected to the main story. Two was, she was shoehorned into the story. I won't say she was obviously shoehorned into the story because if you didn't know Halo, you might not have realized that she was shoehorned into the story. Right, right. But what ends up happening with the character? She dies. So why did she exist in the first place? They're doing nothing with her in the future. Nothing will come, as far as I can tell, nothing will come from her relationship with Master Chief. Right. They, they, the, uh, who do you call them? The Covenant. Covenant were getting, got the, uh, got the artifacts regardless. Right? Without her help, there was absolutely no... She's not going to be the human face of the the covenant going forward, so I, I don't really see that she saved you any budget on covenant scenes. If anything, you know they threw in a couple of extra covenant scenes in there just to justify her existence, so they could have made better use of that budget, I suspect. Um, and again, better use of time, and they may maybe would have made Master Chief seem like not such adult for trusting this person that he was just horny over for a couple of days. Right. And they, they had a big backstory for her too, which is good. I mean, Game of Thrones did that all the time with characters and then they suddenly just croaked and it's like, Holy smokes. Well, and she but, totally got turded too. I mean, she got shot while she wasn't even mentally there. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It, well, the other really bugged was, me. <laughs> the other death that, that was weird too, was uh, Halsey's assistant. Because so, what it was was, was glad he, to see him die though. <laughs> yeah. He, I, I, what it was, the whole thing was he was just horny for for Halsey, so that's why he wanted to fill up the clone, because feel it was up Hal, the it was, clones. It, it, it was uh, Halsey's um, 
body and he was just horny for her the whole time. And so his character really was not really that important after all. Um, and then, uh, you know, we thought his character was going to be an important thing in, later in the series and that didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, Mackie, it, it was weird because Mackie, I, I liked the idea where the Covenant was going to betray her. You know, there was a fight in the Covenant. One Covenant said, she's loyal to us, while the other one says, we should sacrifice her and burn it around the stake. And I was like, oh, that would be cool. I'm gonna, I can't wait to see all that in season two, even though Mackie's not part of the game. If they're going to keep her in the, in the, the, in the show that could be an interesting storyline, you know, to see what happens with Mackie. Will they really kill her and sacrifice her or will she be a hero or will, you know, but instead they just ended it all. It was just, oof. I mean, there's always the possibility and I, God, I don't even want to put voice oh, to it because yeah, yeah, I no. don't, I do not want to give them ideas. There is always the possibility that they bring her back from the dead that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> or, and I don't know if this would be better or worse. I think it would just be a different variety of bad. Is just have her uh, like him see visions of her. She's a force yeah, ghost. Right, right, they, right, force ghoster. So that oh, she gets yeah. to have a so Ben Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. That, and I find that also equally bad. Um, right, I, I really right. don't. I don't find anything. Her whole story feels like a complete and total waste to me, and that's depressing. Um, I mean, and you, well, certainly, did anyone? I don't. I didn't feel anything when she died. I actually kind of said, "Oh, yeah. they're going to kill her, aren't they?" I, I just saw it well, coming a mile away. I was yeah. bummed. I was bummed because, again, I was hoping to see the human sacrifice in season two. Because they, they set it all up. They're talking about it. The, the prophets are talking about it. It's like, oh, my God, that's going to be awesome. And then they just go off. It's like, oh, my God, they got my hopes up for nothing. Bastards. <laughs> um, also, also too, uh, is um, she, I guess the only point of her story, when you really look at it, was for Halsey to escape. Halsey. Yes. And and why she could betray the Spartans was because she just needed another individual that had the same ability as Master Chief that could use the artifacts. And once Mackie was able to do that, she didn't need the Spartans anymore. And so that was really all her character came down to at the end was that, oh, she could touch the artifact like the master chief and so halsey has a loophole but they built it. it up so much that he and her together would be so important that right. i think that killing her like that just kind of i don't know it just yeah. didn't feel right something about I, I would have i would have much rather spend all the time we spent on her character on kai on riz on was it vanek yeah, uh, three, I, I, on, on anybody on, on Halsey, on Miranda, or whatever her name is, uh, right. any character on this, I would have liked a lot more than spending it than than literally wasting all this time. And if the only reason she existed was to let Halsey escape, my God, that was an that was an utterly <laughs> inefficient waste of storytelling. Yeah, uh, and you should all turn in your Writers Guild uh, memberships. Uh, yeah. Because there had to have been a better way to do this. 
Well, yeah, I was thinking, absolutely. I don't know if anyone else thought this, but like when Kai shot her, obviously, like I, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but I was thinking like, couldn't she have shot her like in the arm or something and still got her out of the vision? She's a Spartan. Just shooting her in the heart? Just, you got to remember, she doesn't care about Makai, Mackie, or whatever her name is, like yeah. everyone else. She also looks at Mackie as a traitor and an enemy. So, you know what I'm saying? So she didn't have any yeah, empathy yeah. to this character like, say, Master Chief did. And yeah. if anything, she's looking at Mackie as the problem and is the one that's taking down Master Chief as well. No, she he, sort of helped him. In no, 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 the, no, 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 no. But in Kai's eyes, Kai sees. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kai sees. Oh my God, he, Master Chief's not helping us. What's what's going on? We, we got to kill Mackie. She's the one. She's evil. Shoot her. And that, you know that's what probably was going through her head. I think. Um, but yeah, that was just a weird thought I had in my head. So. Yeah, yeah. No, because no, again, no. it goes back to Mike's point of like, what was the point then? You've sure. literally yeah, so it's, yeah, you've got yeah. two characters whose storylines yeah. seemingly have no points yeah, yeah. and you wasted so much time. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And her character was was pretty huge. Um, and again, they even set it up as if she was going to be important for season two, right? Again, when, when the prophets are talking about will they betray her or not um, and all and on. So I was like, you know, kind of interested in that storyline. And then when they shoot her and kill her, it was a surprise. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But it's like what Mike said, which is that kind of sucks too, because <laughs> turning your, your 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 writer cards. Yeah. Yep. Again, though, I, I still don't think it was as bad as Quan. That's for sure. Quan was just a total waste. Um, well, here's the thing. The the McKee story reason, had why potential. why people may not come back, right? Yeah. The McKee, the McKee story was frustrating, showed potential, and then they went, nah. Right. Where the Quan story was, I don't care. I still don't care. Can you please tell me the point? Oh, there that's the none. point. I don't <laughs> still don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There, there was there. There doesn't feel like any potential there. Um, I, I it doesn't even feel like there's a wasted potential there, which I could say I think with the with Mackie. Um, sorry. Uh, and I so I don't know which was worse. And, and neither neither one. You could have told the entire story in. I would say four or less episodes if you got rid of those two characters, taken that money, put it into something freaking spectacular. I mean, I I know we got the big action scene, but to me, the effects were kind of didn't always pass muster here. They were, felt like I was watching a video game. Oh, I didn't find the effects always very convincing. I mean, look, yeah, <clears throat> they're, they're certainly better than they could have done you know, 10, 20 years ago, um, you know, that that's certainly a thing. And I appreciate that, that you can have them. It's pretty awesome that we're at this point that they could do this massive battle between um, Spartans and aliens. But it's the, you know, not, but it's the third one they've done this year. And to me, it felt like the weakest of the three. Um, and and that, that could just be me. Um, but this is where it felt the most like the video game and 
part of it is that it felt like, oh, we have to have the moment where they revive the characters and the squad are down, and we got to make sure we see this the, the point of view from the first-person shooter perspective. And this felt felt like if I didn't know I, that this was all filmed well ahead of time, I could very easily see people saying, oh, this is – see, they're finally listening to the fans and giving us the halo we always wanted. Well, no, this was always in the plans. This was always in the cards. They just kind of waited until the very end to give you your, 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 your morsel of pudding. Um, you can't eat your meat if you don't yeah. have any pudding. If you don't have any pudding, yeah, you can't and, eat Yeah, and meat. that's the problem. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Is they, they, were, they were force feeding us their meat for way too long. <laughs> and Phil, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Because you are a Halo guy, so you have played yeah, sure. the games and you're understanding. Yeah, yeah. You've got a better understanding of everything. Did it? I, I don't know. And I saw this on a couple of articles online asking or saying something about like, like the Spartans seems more impressive in the other episodes, whereas in this battle, it seems like the the squad went down pretty quick, and then well, Master Chief went yeah, like sure. until he got taken over by Cortana or whatever. Um, also was like, it seemed was making weird decisions. So I don't like, I don't know if yeah. that's like, is that a valid point or. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, this battle was only four Spartans. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. So you get four Spartans against in a spaceship that can be manually controlled, I guess, against hundreds of aliens. So, I feel it was legit. Okay. I can also yeah. point out these are four Spartans that just kicked the crap out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would understand if none of them are in top fighting shape. Right. Right. Because there, there wasn't that much time that passed between the last episode and the the battle. Yeah, here. but with their crazy use of time, who knows? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess... Um, they weren't. It didn't seem like they were as dominant, but again, they didn't have the Marines with them this time. So, you know, they were taking out everybody. But eventually, you know, when you have like twelve shooting at you, and your yeah. your your suit level goes down, you know. So, and then the, then they have those sticky grenades. That was that that was cool that they finally made an appearance. Yeah, uh, because the, the sticky grenades are the best, um, especially when you throw it at the the aliens in the video game and it, it sticks to them. They go, oh no, and boom! It's the best of them. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's so yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. I guess some people would feel that way, but uh, yeah, I felt it was uh, it was okay because again, it was only four against hundreds and, right. and such. So yeah, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, so Halsey, let's talk about Halsey. You know, we'll go back and forth. We'll come back to this too. Uh, um, now I know what you said, Mike. You know, the, the only way how can they have Halsey be worth anything now that she did what she did? You know, so the, she how can they, she be a third party and stuff? But I think they may have done her well in this episode um, because. She is actually smarter than the UNSC, and she could be a force, um, and she may be the main villain for the humans next season. But I, I, I feel they redeemed her 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 character from being a character that was on a doomsday mission, and, and why are they going to keep her after 
the season finale because well, I'm just not sure what they're going to do with her from this point on. And that could very well be my lack of imagination. Okay. Um, but then again, I couldn't imagine what they were planning on doing with Quan. Oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> I, I like, I understand why they want to keep her around. I like the character. And if they have good ideas for her, uh, or ideas, maybe they put her in the car in story jail for a little while. So that the, uh, the halo ring in the uh, covenant kind of takes center stage as the bad guys. And then they, you know, let her back out of story jail for season three, you know, or something like that, uh, where she becomes more moved to the fore as a villain there. Uh, I'm not saying she has to be gone completely, but I just don't see where she, at the current moment in the story arc, I don't entirely see how she, she matters or how they're going to use her. I'm glad that she's around. I'd rather keep a good character around than get rid of them. But we also have to be careful of keeping characters beyond their their service. So I hope they have a use for her. Yep, yep, that's uh, legit. That's legit. Yep. I um, thought her escape, Halsey's escape, was pretty cool. I liked how that turned out. With her caught? No, how she it, got she, she didn't escaped. get caught. It was she it was a, caught. Yeah, it, it was, was a clone. clone. Oh, okay, right, right, right. It was the same type of clones that. Uh, she used to replace um, the Spartans as children. Okay. So, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. That, I was not expecting that. That was but, awesome. But they, I did yeah. like that they killed off weenie henchman guy. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's what I brought up earlier, Mike. It's like, yeah, I mean, no one liked the character, but, you know, I mean. But he's a character you're supposed to hate. Right, right, right. But but it, the whole point was he was just a creepy guy that had the hots for Halsey. So that's what, again, that's why he was feeling up the clone because it was Halsey, and so he was loyal to Halsey to the end because he was eventually hoping to get in her skirt, and that was never going to happen. But and, and we 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 like we were clearly not supposed to hate Quan, right, right. And I'm not sure what we were supposed to feel at all about <laughs> Mackie. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a tr good point. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see where they go. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So the henchman, he, he died. That was. Uh, um, I, I still felt that I was surprised that they kill, that they killed him off, and it was Kai that killed him. Um, let's see. Well, he uh, did try to hit her. So in her defense, she. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he was protecting. He was unjustified. His, <laughs> he was protect. He was protecting his his woman, and if didn't go so well. I love Halsey. Like she's such a sociopath. She's like, Oh, he's dead. He doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she is so sociopathic. Um, let's see now. Riz is Riz dead. I think she's on the, cause I think I read this online too. Like when I talked to you, Phil about it, that she's supposed to be on the brink of death and it could go any way. Right. I think it depends on how the contract negotiations go. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because they made it look like she was going to make it, but then they had a couple of them crying, you know, the, the tears. Um, and and, and the, the black guy, was he crying too? Because he still has yes, that thing. He was yeah. upset. Yeah, which is interesting because he has the, the thing in his, his, his spine still. Um, so the, the tears may be worried that maybe she did Die, but we'll we'll have to see. Um, like you said, it could go either way. And Mike has a good point there, which is the contracting. Yeah. 
Well, honestly, that that's being facetious. Usually, when you do a TV series, you sign the yeah, contract, yeah. and it's yeah. you're signed for four or five, six seasons. Um, no matter what, yeah. no matter what, and then then it's really just a matter of negotiating price. But for the most part, they've got you locked in one way or another. Right, right, and and someone like like Riz, the the actress that plays Riz, um, I can't imagine that she would hold out that much because this, this is a, a role that would get her noticed and and worry about money after you become noticed type of thing. Right, and no offense to her, but I I mean, it, I don't think she's getting a job anytime soon as like the lead in her own show. You know, right, so right, 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 because the, yeah, the, I mean, the, you know, you can watch any horror film. We've said this so many times. I know Eric on the Dark Discussions podcast. He always goes, "I like this actress. I hope to see her again in another film." And, and in my mind, it's like you'll never, never going to see her again, ever again. Exactly, because there's there are so many people that want to become stars in competition that, uh, that even for the big roles, you know, you hear that you know um, Brad Pitt and Leonardo and whatever they're all have to fight for the same roles sometimes. So, so if, if that's the case, yeah, there, there's a chance that this actress here, yeah. So what, you saying that she may not be leading her new, a new show next year was not offensive at all. You're just making a, a valid point. Mike. Right. I'm not saying she's incapable. I'm just saying it's not like she was featured prominently here. I think she did a perfectly fine job. I want to see more of her. Yeah, I, I, just don't, her I don't see that she's getting a better offer anywhere else. Sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I liked her character a lot. She was kind of my my uh, sleeper character. So if they killed her off, I'll be bummed. That would suck. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do we want to discuss about this episode or the season in general? It's gonna be something. Anyone? Well, I was gonna. Okay, I know this is kind of like looking to the future, but <clears throat> my concern. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens with the new showrunners and what they're what they bring to the table for season two. But I really don't want to spend all of season two chasing the Halo and then waiting till season three before we actually are on the Halo if we ever get there. So I hope that whatever the showrunners take from suggestions and stuff uh, from this season, that one of them is to actually bring the Halo in sooner rather than later. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe they're going to do that. I, I, I think pretty quick, and this is just an assumption because we have no idea, uh, that they'll be on Halo maybe even by the end of or be halfway into episode one. I, I can't believe of season two. I can't believe they would do another drag out. You know. Oh, I, I can I believe that they would. I think it would be a terrible idea because I think if they're paying attention at all, at all, I think they have to recognize that their fans, quote unquote fans, meaning the the built in Halo fan base, not necessarily the the people who are just tuning in every week, are not happy with how the show has gone, are feeling very blue balled um, and kind of want their money back. So if they don't, Grab, they're going to give them, I'm going out on a limb and say most of them are going to give this a second shot. Uh, but if they do not pay off and pay off quick, they're, they're, they're going to leave and they're going to leave in droves. Yeah, and that's, that's, a fair, that's a fair point, Mike, because again, you never know, right? They, they go either way. Uh, you know, we, we've 
meaning me and you, Mike, uh, we did uh, Searching for American Gods, uh, the podcast on the television series American Gods. And uh, after season two, we just said, we're done. And when season three came out, we, we put out an episode, five-minute episode saying that, you know, we're done. Um, it just didn't work for us. And honestly, I, I didn't hear anything much about season three of that show. And that show was a, was a disaster with with so many things and, and whatever. And they were adding things that weren't there in the books and all this other stuff. And, you know, people that originally went into that were there because they wanted to see American gods, you know, his, his trilogy books, because I think there was two others after American gods and that one, they went off to left field too. So here, um, they, there's a difference. Paramount is a, is a much bigger studio than, um, AMC, AMC meaning American Movie Classics, that I think American Gods was on, right? So, um, they may be able to salvage this and actually get on board with the, um, I guess the I, uh, IP that that is already there. I think, yeah. Phil, I think American Gods was on Stars. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Stars, yeah. Which is which yeah. was I don't even know who, who owns Stars. I think it is AMC that owns Stars, doesn't it? Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's but I can look that up just for curiosity. Uh but Sean, what's your opinion on, on that? Uh Mike has a good point. They could go uh screw it up again, you know, like American Guards screwed <laughs> up season two. Um or they could do um, you know, do good. Start with a bang, you know, like yeah. as a like a makeup for the fans. I think that would be great. It would be like uh, it was like I think I mentioned to you earlier today. Like my concern okay, is Lionsgate like, own stars. Okay, that's okay. So that's actually uh, a big studio. But anyway, continue. Yeah. continue. So yeah, so my concern was like, are we going to be chasing the Halo for all of season two? And my other my other one was the the wrath of Quan <laughs> and having her come back and uh, they just drag out more stuff that doesn't have anything to do with the main story and right. like because i could see those two things if if both of them or one of them happen you like people just not wanting to keep watching right right so so the, w- will they do what disney did with the, the star wars movies and and even george lucas uh in the star wars prequels and immediately try to fix things Immediately, rather than drag it out, right? You know, like the Jaja Banks and the Miller Collin drills, whatever those things in the blood that's the uh, mitochondria. Mito, yeah, yeah, whatever, the, whatever they were for. Or midichlorians. Midichlorians, yeah. No, no, yeah. George, George was actually planning on doubling down on the midichlorians in his oh, equal trilogy. So, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. So, so they they try to fix the stuff quick and. Um, Halo could do that, um, and and they could do it without making it so obvious either. You know, they could just have them show up to the portal. Quan opens it, boom, they're they're in Halo, and then Quan's storyline's over forever. And maybe the the um, Soren will join if if it's assuming they want to keep yeah. that character. Assuming they want to keep that character, they could just have him join the the Spartans now that Halsey's gone and 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 at him and then boom they're 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 set to go you know that's what that's what we're hoping that's what i'm hoping 
Yeah. What about you, Barrett? You haven't said much recently. I'm not sure what I'm hoping. <laughs> I want some more Halo. <laughs> I want them to reach a Halo and have that that going on. I think it would make it much more interesting. But that's where it gets more expensive, even though you were talking about how, you know, you could make it just like a world because then they just look up and they see the Halo, but they don't have to do that all the time. However, we'd have to have aliens. So there's the expense part. And if they feel like they've already gotten a lot of critical backlash on this season, they might not want to spend the money for the next season to make it as good as it needs to be. So I don't know. Right, I, right. I, and I get this but, diminishing returns, but I really would just, to me, I think it feels like it would make more sense to concentrate the money into fewer episodes and spread it out among nine, the you know, or nine or ten. The catch, of course, being that then people are only watching for six weeks as opposed to watching for nine weeks. That's three less hours of viewing you're getting. So I don't know. It's a, it's a bad tightrope to walk. Remember, the whole thing here is to be able to get minutes and be able to say hey we're the most streamed show or we we're you know it's our most popular show and and keep people's eyes on because the longer you're on paramount right the more likely it is you're going to check out i don't know star trek lower decks or uh yellowstone or, or any of the other shows they have on their network right um and if you're only doing that for six weeks and then suddenly they're drifting off to watch stranger things on netflix or you know the jar jar series on on disney plus or whatever it may be um then putting all that extra money in six episodes that are really awesome, but don't keep you on your sh- on the channel becomes counterproductive. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so if, if they focus on halo, you're right. Barrett, they'll have to use the aliens, um, meaning cost. So the question is, um, would 10 million an episode, um, or, or 15 million an episode be worth it, and would that be enough to have 45 right. minutes of aliens? What was that? I, I just lost you completely. Was I the only one? Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, okay. yeah, I heard him. Yeah, I was just saying. Well, uh, I'm sure what uh, you said on. was was wise. Well, what I said was basically, <laughs> basically, uh, is 15 million enough for you know 50 minutes of a television episode? to have a halo world like Barrett said, you know, just look up and the, and then the, the ground is just, you know, Montana and, uh, or, or Budapest or wherever the hell they're, they're filming it. Um, and when you look up, you see the halo, that's the only CGI and then enough money also to have the aliens there as well. Uh, again, you know, we, we've seen Peter Jackson do this in, in the Lord of the Rings series where a lot of those battles were really just all computer animated people. You know, and and so like like uh, Helm's Deep was most of that was computers. So the people that you know the orcs and and the people fighting that weren't close-ups were just uh, computer graphics. And it holds yeah. up, and it was made a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was made what, what twenty years ago, even longer. Yeah, I, I remember. I was just watching Return of the King today, and I was like, wow, Minas Tirith looks real. <laughs> yeah right right pretty yeah, amazing so, yeah like when they charge up uh helms deep knocking off all the orcs you know um that looked pretty pretty good even today i feel too um and so they could probably do that again 
for this this television series here. Well, you know? but of course, Lord of the Rings also one had Peter Jackson running it. Uh, they had Weta Digital doing it. I don't know who's doing the effects here, but they right. had time and money that yep. I don't yep. know that Halo has. Right. Right. Right, right. So in other words, Mike is a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm just saying these are questions I don't know the answer to. I have right. no idea what's really involved here. I have no idea what, what the cost is. I have no idea. I mean, cost is the only thing I can think of as the explanation for why they would have brought McKee in the first place. Right. Um, you know, if the actress costs more than, than putting in a CGI arbiter, then they're, they're doubly stupid. And it would make me wonder too, like, again, I can understand you have budgets and stuff, but like, why would you take on a project like Kalo then if you're not going to, to put the effort in for it? Oh, I think they put the effort in. I just no, think like, that- but you know what I'm saying for like the cash, you know, and putting that kind of like, it's, it's not cheap, right? If you're going to take on a project like this, you have to expect, you have to put money into it. Right. 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 That, they, that's one thing, whether they followed the IP or not. The one thing you knew that they they knew what they were getting into was an alien world and covenant. So the question is, did they mis misdiagnose or whatever the word is mis mis uh, I can't even think of the word. But I'll, let me rephrase the whole thing then. Uh, did they expect it to be cheaper than it actually turned out to be? I said um, that's what you, you're, you're getting at, right, John? Yeah, yeah. go on. Mike. Yeah. No, I, I actually did a little reading now that the show is done. Um, and I did look up. I wasn't intending to stumble on this, but I did. I was looking. For, I was just trying to see. The, the showrunners claim, because this is filmed in wherever it is, uh, Hungary or. Yeah, I think it's uh, Hungary. Yeah, I, so I the, thank you. The showrunner claims that he left. Because he's been away from home long enough and he wanted to go back home. That could very well be the case. It also smells an awful lot like we separated because of creative differences or it was time for me to move on or any one of these other things that some people say. So I'm not really sure where the truth of the matter is. Anyway, I ended up going down a rabbit hole to find an article about the why they did not – keep fidelity to this and they point out that there were something like over 200 screenplays and drafts written for halo over the years and nobody cracked it and the people that were running and this was a this was a property spielberg had and spielberg gave up on it um and the big problem i guess they had was trying to keep close to the video game. Now, I don't know why that was a problem besides, again, the possibility of cost because you, you could do that. The audiences aren't stupid. You could drop them in there, that whole, you know, in media res that Star Wars did, and I think the audiences are savvy enough that they would have been able to figure that out. Um, but they realized that just the more they tried to tie their hands to the franchise that had been established, the, the less effective the writers were and just giving them removing them from that and giving them free reign made them better. Not having read the 200 odd scripts that had been produced before this, which would have been a mix, I'm sure of drafts, you know, redrafts and rewrites of various incarnations of existing scripts and 
totally new scripts and whatever. I have no idea where this story ranks in terms of what others had done in the past. You know, how bad and unfilmable those previous versions have been. I'm just saying that's their story. They're sticking to it. I don't know if that's going to change now with a new showrunner. But then again, they've also now cracked the door open and put us in closer to the story. If it was them, I would start off every promo with the season of, we're going to get to the Halo. We'll be in the Halo by the end of episode one or end of episode two at the latest. You're not, and and you'll have four, five, six episodes entirely set on the Halo. I think that would get people to give them a little bit of time. But um, I don't think they've earned the benefit of the doubt going forward. I just don't. Right, right. Well, I guess it's um, the new showrunner is going to be uh, David Weiner or, or Weiner or uh, Weimer, depending on, on your pronunciation. Uh, he is the showrunner of um, the NBC Peacock television series Brave New World that, that was out. Yeah. And he also was a producer for two seasons on Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, it depends okay. what seasons it was. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, Fear Fear the Walking Dead was really good in season three. Yeah. And became utter dreck afterwards. Um, so I don't know which one. I mean, like, 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 bad to the point where I can't even imagine how people stayed employed and how the show didn't get canceled. Bad. Um, in seasons, most of seasons four, five, uh, four, five, six, and seven is where they are now. I think so. Yeah, seven or yeah. eight. I don't know. It, it, it was just grossly incompetent. Um, and I have not watched Brave New World. I have not heard good things. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Because hmm. another thing that I'll add on, just as part of the last part of this, was if like if they're concerned about the the money and the special effects and stuff, well, then how the hell are they ever going to do the flood? Yeah. Well, I, that's the thing. See, we're we are assuming right? that they'll ever get there. No, 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 no. We're not. No, that's well, not what I was saying. We are assuming that the money will be an issue, and that that's what they're thinking. They may not be thinking that at all. They may be saying, "Yeah, we already got this all planned." Yeah, uh, they may have thought, they may genuinely think that this was, they have all the money they want, but this was genuinely the best story that they could tell. (laughs) Um, And I also say one other thing, which is tough, and that is um, they're trying to do a space, a show about space politics uh, after science fiction fans have just gone through the expanse. And that was a phenomenal show when they are clearly the minor league version of that. So I'm not sure what, so even there is a place where they really could afford to step up their game. Mm 
Right. Well, that, that's that's one thing that's interesting about this television show here is that it's very much uh, a small cast when you think about it, right? I mean, you have Master Chief and Halsey, right? Those are, those are probably the two main characters. And then Cortana, um, her, her character. So that's three characters. And then you have supporting roles of Kai and the two keys and the admiral and that's it that's major in story a right and then you know you have a couple other characters but that's it right that's not a a large cast at all right Mm -hmm. and then and then story b you have two characters and then you had the villain and that's that's it and the villain's already gone so so there's really not that many characters so um, yeah, to have that machinations of this big political thing going on, they can't really have that, right? Because it's not that large of a group of characters. I mean, we've seen the council once, and none of them were starring roles and and or even memorable. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe maybe they're they're done with that, and I and they're going to just do the battle, the war with the covenant going forward. That's what I think, and that's why they they're changing the showrunners. They're saying enough of this crap. Let's get onto Halo and have the battles. That's what I'm thinking, and maybe they'll even have the the, the civil war and the covenant. You know, well, I think the ideal is to start simple. Black, white, and reveal the gray as you go along. Not the grays, but and get into <laughs> that internecine strife uh, between the factions, right? So you start out with um, Covenant and UN, and then reveal through the conflict the fractions in the Covenant, the fractions in the Earth forces. And things get more complicated from there. And I think that adds drama and tension to it. But you should start simply to drag the audience in. Audiences like simple things. And I don't, you know, not that they're stupid. It's just, it's easy to jump into things when they're easy and then let them get more complicated. Well, let me bring this up, Mike, because we we did an episode on this movie back in 2013. Um, And it's surprising that it's that old already. Uh, The film Riddick. um, Third... Okay, and I remember talking about that as if it was yesterday, even though it was nine years ago. I mean, I remember yeah. things nine, nineteen years ago that I remember as if it's yesterday. So, um, and so I remember talking in that episode without re-listening to it since we recorded it that we were talking about how certain films, whether it was a Star Wars film or um, some other film that bombs, um, non-related to Star Wars that bombs that had huge budgets like 100 million you know like uh why did they spend 100 million on this movie and i said well this the interesting thing about riddick which looked like a really damn good film that was the, uh, just to be clear everyone that's the third film in the series third. Yeah, it's the third yeah. film yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's not we're not talking uh, about chronicles of riddick right exactly we're talking about the third riddick which which is kind of a throwback to the first yeah p- pitch black film and and that film there i remember i said now, here's a film that's pretty damn good that looks as good as all these 100 and $120 million sci-fi films that we see. And they only spent $38 million on that film, and that was in 2013. Now, obviously, 
38 million then today is a little different, especially with inflation. Um, but they could do that with this here. If you know, 15 million an episode, that could be, and it's only an hour versus two hours because the Riddick was actually a pretty long film, believe it or not. It was an hour and 19 minutes. So if you do 50 minutes of a TV episode between 10 to 15 million, I think you could have the aliens, the covenant. I think, I, I think they can do it. I, see, but here's the thing to me, I am utterly ignorant as to how the finances of that business work, because to me, you're pushing pixels around on a screen. And so I don't understand, you know, why it costs so much money to get them rendered in this way. It's all with time and energy and everything. I don't know if you've ever watched any of the YouTube videos that have things like, you know, visual effects or artists react to the effects of, you know, Godzilla or Star Wars or whatever, you know, good and bad, what works, what doesn't. And I've seen enough that at this point, it's, they usually chalk it up when you get bad visuals, it's not because of it's less money than it is time and throwing more money into something to get it faster. Isn't always the best way to do it because there really is just a limit as to what people can do in a given quantity of time. Um, and, and, and sometimes it's just a matter of the quality of the artists that you have on it. And God knows effects houses are spread really thin right now. Um, and if you have a choice between putting your best guys on Halo or putting your best guys on, you know, the next Marvel film, you're probably putting your best guys on the next Marvel film, even though those often have some janky visuals at times. So right. like I said, that's all stuff that I, I can't conjecture. I, 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 I can't say for any authority. I can only conjecture that these are big issues. All right. Well, if, if we look in a vacuum, and not worry about like uh, you know this company is being paid. To, Disney comes in, swoops them up, and and hires them, and so Paramount can't get them. Um, but you know Paramount, they have their their Star Trek um, people as well, and all that. So so if we look at it that way, and we look at how Riddick also that thirty eight million included the salary of Vin Diesel. So you take that out, you know, so it's even cheaper that movie. And it looked pretty damn good. Um, I am not as worried about the aliens and not having enough aliens as I guess you are, Mike, because of that. I haven't heard what well, I'm Sean not worried. I'm just I, I'm just that that would be that just is kind of what I expect. I, there's, they're they're going to have to use it effectively, efficiently. You know, um, there there are ways to do this. You just have to be really careful about how you do it. You have to be very judicious and how you plan it. Planning is another big issue. Like um, I look at uh, Cameron and Aliens, right? You know, he had a couple of suits to use, but filmed it in a way to made it look like you know that there were a hundred aliens all over. Gave the impression of it because he was smart in how he did it. Um. Pre-planning saves a lot of money. Knowing what you're doing saves a lot of money. Not wasting money on stupid shit, <clears throat> Quan, saves a lot of money. Quan. <laughs> right. Subliminal. <laughs> right. Um, what about you, Barrett? And what about you, Sean? Uh, what's your thoughts about them able to have 
episodes weekly that would include the covenant because of um once you're in halo you, ha- you have to have the covenant basically Garrett, you go because I've talked enough already. <laughs> I mean, I think they could do it. Um, again, though, it is like discussed. I mean, they've kind of given up a little bit because they didn't 100% pull this season off. Um, I think if you did like some time, like maybe 10 minutes an episode with some Covenant stuff and their machinations, you could you could do it and do it more on the cheap, you know, less then a whole episode devoted to them, do it across the season. Um, And then when you have the fights, of course, you're going to have the fights between everybody. So that's going to be, you know, the more costly episodes, but I I think it could be done. It just depends on if there's will to do it. Right. What about you, Sean? What do you think? Yeah, just basically like, I think other shows managed to pull off effects and stuff like the Star Trek shows all seem to use their effects and um that's a good I point because it's, it's the same station it's the same station, so, <laughs> so really you would think like for what start the star trek episodes weekly episodes are whatever you know discovery or strange new world whatever um they seem to put some effort in right and there must be planning and as you've talked about so why is it such a big issue for halo and well, so I think the did... catch with I think the catch with Star Trek is that it was so established and like Star Trek did really well like when it was on Netflix. Um I think they knew it was going to draw in an audience. They have their diehard dedicated fan base. I don't think they knew what to expect from the Halo audience. Well, now they should have an idea. They saw what the numbers yeah. were in that first episode. They may not like where the episodes ended up. I have no idea what their ratings were, but they know that if they do this right, if they put the money into it, that the fans will will, will support them, and they may have a little damage control that they have to do. But, and they also may not have known how well it would travel, right? Meaning, like they know Star Trek not only has an American audience, it has an international audience. Um, if Halo is done well, not just here but elsewhere then they may open up the spigot a bit more. Yep. Well, I just like, I wonder too, because like, I think we can agree that most of the special effects for the first season of Halo were really good. Yep. So it, it's not like they were just, it was, you know, just crap from the start or whatever. So it's, it's, they have some kind of uh, framework to, to come from. Um, it's just, I guess, a matter of having the will to, or the the, yep. the desire to, because like, if there's all these, like, uh, and I, Mike's bringing up really good points. If there's so, like, if they didn't know what they're going to get for their audience and they didn't know this, and they didn't know that, well, then maybe they should have done some planning <laughs> or better planning or like better preparation that, so that they would go in with a better, um, I don't know better result i guess like if you because if you're if you're going to take on halo you there's things you have to expect you have to do and then if like mike was like saying, halo yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but like if they're talking about how like they had to the, the further away they went from the games the easier it was for the writers isn't that like <laughs> isn't that you know counterintuitive to what you're supposed to be selling to the the people that you want to watch the show 
Again, because if you just said this was just a generic sci-fi show, that's fine. There's no ties. There's nothing. You can all the stuff that you could have done, you know, would not come off as it has maybe. But when you're saying you're, you know, you're bragging that this is Halo, but then you don't have Halo, and you are like fiddling with the universe and bringing in characters who've never existed and don't fit, like bring payoffs for the storylines or what the point was. Like these all seem like missteps that could have been um, headed off before. And now, like, uh, maybe it's been unfair, you know, with hindsight or whatever, but um, these seem like things you might want to consider, right? Like, if you are concerned about the money and, and the effects and stuff, well, why would you take on a special effects series? Or special, a heavy, well, a special effects heavy series, right? Because they had the rights, they'd sunk a ton of money into it, and that's also something I was wondering, because I've, I, and I'm not saying this is the case, but I know in past projects, sometimes I've seen when you've had something that's been in what they call development hell for a long time, as was the case here, um, the budget of the, the final product includes all the shit that they wasted time and money on in the past, and they write it off under the current project. So when I hear that they went from, what is it, $100 million to $200 million, I'm wondering how much of that might actually be paying off the shit that they spent on failed projects and failed versions of this over the last 15, 20 years. Because that happens. That's It's an accounting trick, but that's how they write it off. Oh, I see that. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, so you're trying to say that the extra $100 million, well, again, we're just using arbitrary numbers, but let's say it was $100 million, but then the budget goes up to $200 million. That extra $100 million really didn't go to that show. It was just a write-off from another show, and they put it, it on the Yeah, it might have been from like all the development yeah. did, did and failed pilots they may have done and right. costume shots and all stuff that never ended up coming to fruition. And I'm not going to say that's probably the full $100 million, but that could account for some of it. Um. And I'm not even saying that is what happened here. It's just I've I've heard that happen with other more movies. You know, when you're like you're on your fifteenth try to get the new Superman movie done and they just okay, we'll just write off all the put all that stuff under the budget of the Superman movie that finally gets released. And so you hear it's a three hundred million dollar movie, but a hundred million of that went to versions that never made it to screen. Right, right. Yeah. No, that, that's fair. Yeah, I, I know companies do that all the time. That for other things too, their own products. That never mind, um, in a movie studios. So let's see. Um, anything else that we wanted to bring up about Halo? Well, I was going to uh, say again. Yeah, go sorry. No, uh, please. That please. like the effects that they did have for most of the episodes were really good, and that the the musical score they used was good. And the more that they added a little bit of the actual Halo music or Halo, you know, style music, you know, that was good too. So, I mean, there's things that I, I would say that in the series that there was good stuff, but there's also a lot of questions. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I mean, I thought the music and most of the acting was really good too. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with that, so... Uh, that's true. Um, what about what about uh, more specific stuff? Uh, 
any, any other things in this episode, season finale, or or the series in general that that was uh, something that was on your mind, anybody's mind that wanted to bring it up? Well, all right, maybe maybe we're uh, pretty much done. Well, I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think all the interesting stuff happened previously and by interesting i mean like the political intrigue character development and and this week we mostly had action right, so i don't know that there's a there was a whole lot to talk about here other than the things that we have unless i'm missing something um because you need these things this is what people tuned into halo for but I mean, we didn't get any new character explanation, exploration, or any or any new relationship dynamics or anything. We've actually, you know, cut off a relationship or two <laughs> um, by, with, with character deaths. Um, I did like that you had the uh, the captain stand up and and, and confess and kind of throw himself on the uh, on the Spartans. Yep, that was good. Yeah, so because I, otherwise, otherwise uh, they were going to kill each other, and he, you know, came up. And, well, and that's the thing too. It was like it's like the, the Spartans believed Halsey over their boss, which was Master Chief, because I guess Halsey was higher up. But um, once the keys came out and said the truth, uh, everybody fell in line and 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 went back to uh, following. Master Chief. So that, yeah, I agree, Mike. That was a good, good storyline. So uh, continue. I'm sorry to interject. Well, it's that, and it's also the 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 trope in TV shows of not revealing the the character's secret for as long as you possibly can, just to spin the story as long as far as you can, to build dramatic tension, fake tension, when the the opportunity to have come clean a long time ago would have made sense. And this seems like the perfect time for him to just come clean yeah that's true and I guess it was good too uh, showing the difference between his character and Halsey's character who was like Halsey's willing to burn everyone (laughs) for her (laughs) stuff and he has a sense of conscience or remorse or guilt for what happened Realizing that, yes, maybe some of the stuff, like he, I think he kind of talked about, I was like, you know, the, I tried to use the good things you did to justify the bad stuff we did. But it, like acknowledging that there was choices that were made that weren't great. Whereas Halsey just, there's no question. Her way is the, the only way. She's smarter than everyone else, which she seems to prove again and again. And, you know, just it was, I think that was kind of a, a nice touch. And then you have Miranda kind of caught between both her parents, both her scheming parents. And like, who does she actually like, how will they play that out down the road? Well, I think that might play into a theme in the series, you know, especially given the the covenant being a, you know, a very, very hardcore religious organization um, that you're dealing with fanaticism and that applies to Halsey too, right? Versus yeah. uh, more moderation and reasonableness. And um, so you can have your religious fanatics on one side, you get a political, you can have a scientific fanatic. 
um, versus other people who are willing to talk and exchange and compromise. Um, and certainly, like, you could look at uh, Vanek and uh, Riz as being sort of the the fanatics that just got talked off the ledge. So hopefully now they'll, they'll, they'll be a little bit more reliable allies going forward. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. And I, I did like the speech between keys and master chief where master chief said, you know, showed respect for him, but also show, let him know that, it's not over, you know, retribution yeah, the reckoning will, come. will come. Right. Reckoning's yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. And, and whether that means anything from, you know, when you die, you'll go to hell and or whatever, or he's going to go to report him to the government or just, you know, you will have your demons now for the rest of your life because of what you did, you know, who knows what that meant, but it was, it was good. It was good that they threw that in because something like that, you can't just, wash away you know i mean that that would be ridiculously a huge news story in the real world so um yeah and they you know what for all i know they could end up doing something like um have which we've seen in shows like they have tension between the two characters there'll be a reckoning you still owe me for this and then they'll have that one episode where they get trapped in the desert and have to walk their way across the desert and (laughs) Right, and, and they come to an understanding, and they suddenly now have newfound respect for each other. And right, that that, oh, it was Mike never Stivick, actually comes. Mike Stivic and Archie Bunker when they get locked in the, the in basement. The, in the basement, yeah, yeah, the Shibuti example, Shibuti. Yeah, exactly. Shibuti, Shibuti. Yeah, that that that's it. Right. So that could be where they go with this, and um, but at the very least, it provides them some story fodder. It allows the story. The main thing is it allows the story to move forward into a new phase. It's no longer keeping a secret. The secret is out. Now we can deal with the secret. Exactly. Exactly. Per- perfect. Perfect. Uh, explanation and summation, Mike. Absolutely. Yep. So I guess helps. you could also, Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say it, it helps, helps the story to move on. So go, go on. Sean. So I was just gonna say that that also gives you the opportunity if this is out to remove some of the leadership and put new leadership in as part of your story down the road too. Right. Um, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, because you you got to believe they're going to introduce new characters uh, in season two, right? I mean, every like going Game the of Thrones. The rest of Swan's family. Oh, don't. <laughs> 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 That's uh, just yeah, mean, Mike. <laughs> uh, but, but on a serious note, I mean, yeah, you, you know, I mean, all these characters, uh, all these shows and books too, you know, new characters just appear. And you always wonder why, gee, why didn't they talk about them a little bit in these other uh, movies or books? It's because even, you know, the, the author of the, the story didn't even have them created yet. The only exception I ever saw of that was probably Game of Thrones when Stannis doesn't appear at all really in the first book, or at least most of the first book, except for a second. And... um. You know, then he becomes a huge character for the next four seasons, and then also uh, the next couple of books. Um, but usually, you know, you know, like other characters, like what happened to Jaja Binks because he wasn't in New Hope, you know, but he was an important character. You know, it's because they, you know, they just didn't have him created yet. Um, 
So you're right that, that they could add new characters for sure. Um, my long-winded way of of just saying they could add new characters. Um, let's see. Anything else I want to bring up? Anyone? Anything? I think that's about it. All right. So that if that's the case, uh, we, you know, we're going to be gone for a year talking about this, but uh, or whatever, <laughs> or more, depending. Yeah, depending. Yeah. You know, like like Westworld, what has been three years or something between seasons. So you never know how how, how it goes. Yeah, uh, I really need to rewatch that last season. Yeah, I, I can I, I I do remember that awesome fight scene when when um. Oh no no that was that was the season before wasn't it I can't yeah you're right yeah yeah season two I can't remember yeah you're right I, I just remember the the scene when when the they were t- fighting the the two chicks in the in the show but you're right the season three was or, or the la- the end of last season was yeah completely different yeah I can't remember well you had Vincent Cassell was good yeah he was good he was awesome but I think they already knocked him out but anyway let's back to the yeah. show here um so all right so let, let's give our final thoughts on the season. And the season finale. Uh, let's start with you, Sean. Uh, okay, so I will say that special effects were were some really good ones in some of the episodes. The musical score was good, very good along, across the episodes. Uh, I would say the stuff with Master Chief was done pretty well. Uh, the concerns with, you know, like the Quan storyline and, like, as Mike pointed out, like, what was the point of, Mackie Aaron McKee's storyline based on how they played it out are things that bring down the series. Um, that doesn't make it a terrible series uh, or season by any, you know, stretch or whatever, but it does, it does take it from being like could, could have been a very good series or season to eh, kind of just in the middle. Right, At least for good. me. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, it's uh, if this was ten, fifteen years ago, and somehow they still managed to be able to pull off the same stuff or something similar, uh, I think a lot of minds would have been blown by this. Uh, but the, the the game has been raised dramatically in TV in the last decade, especially in genre television. They are following in very big footsteps, and they're trying to satisfy a very passionate fan base. Um, it's it's a tough job. I, I don't think there's any questions about that. Um, I think what they put together was was good. If you divorce yourself from the existing mythology, I saw a long thread on Facebook where someone said they hey I like the Halo series, but admitted they had no knowledge of halo really before this and as i read through the very long thread absolutely everybody who agreed and said i love the series had no knowledge of never of halo had never played halo before and everybody who bitched on it was a diehard fan and i think we called that in episode one <laughs> and it has stayed true so i think what they have to do is they have to embrace their fans and move forward and i think i'm the I, I think they ended on an exciting episode. I think it was a good episode that would be even better if not for problem for the fact that it uh, creates problems or deal or fails to deal with problems that it inherited from earlier this season. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, 
yeah, I, I think uh, Mike's point about those who have not any knowledge of the IP and just walked in for, oh, it's a cool science fiction series, let's watch it, uh, and they all loved it, uh, it makes sense. Um, so what that means is uh, if they write season two to focus actually on the IP and the mythos behind that, um, I think they'll bring all those people in as well, because I think the people who aren't familiar with the IP are going to love it either way, because as Sean mentioned, it's just a, as a generic sci-fi series, it was pretty solid and those people liked it. So if they see Halo, the actual IP, which is pretty awesome too, um, and the storyline and mythos behind that, they'll still like it. So going back to the source material, we'll, we'll probably make the audience even greater because you're going to get all the people who aren't familiar with the source material liking it no matter what um, because it's a solid show all in all, you know, special effects, music, acting, um, and um, and whatnot. So uh, as Mike said, uh, they hit a, uh, a pretty good home run for the last episode uh, of the season. It was, it was really exciting. I enjoyed it tremendously. I was, I was fretting that I was not going to join it, enjoy it because Sean let it out of the bag that they don't reach Halo before I watched it. So I was like, Oh no. And then when I watched the episode, even though they didn't make to make it to Halo, it was okay because it was an awesome episode and it was the Halo that I know the source material. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, uh, looking forward to season two. Uh, Barrett. Yeah, um, I really like this episode. Um, just taking it for its own, I thought it was exciting. A lot happened. A lot of things were resolved. Um, some things were tied up. Some weren't. Um, you'd expect that from a show that's already been greenlit for a second season. Um, as far as the season on the whole, uh, there were some miscues and missteps. Uh, the whole Quan storyline needed to be just gotten rid of um, and a little more focus on the main storyline. And uh, But generally, I liked the season. There was a lot of good acting, a lot of good effects, and I will watch season two. I just I need more from them if they're going to keep me. Great. Sounds good. So uh, once again, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network. Uh, that's www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, we are happy that you all joined us for our uh, podcast on the Halo television series um, it, and followed us on our journey watching the show. So thank you. Uh, we do hope to uh, be back for season two when that comes. Uh, so at this point, uh, the podcast will go on hiatus, like a lot of our television series podcasts do, and we will return later. So uh, whenever the series comes back, search for us or subscribe to us at Cortana's Communiques, wherever you uh, follow podcasts. So when the new episode does pop up, it will automatically notify you. But you can also subscribe to Dark Discussions podcast at this time as well, where you can hear uh, all of us um, 
do that podcast, uh, myself and Mike and Barrett are regulars on that podcast, and Sean occasionally joins us, plus Sean always joins us on the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast as well. And that podcast, just like Cortana's Communiques, has its own feed, but also appears on the Dark Discussions podcast feed. So if you want everything that includes your co-host on this podcast here, uh, the Dark Discussions podcast feed is what you want. And even though Cortana's Communique is on hiatus, uh, Dark Discussions podcast and Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast, as well as the Cinema a la carte podcast and some of our upcoming television series podcasts that we're looking at as well, such as the Game of Thrones uh, and the She-Hulk, among others, will also pop up on the Dark Discussions podcast feed. But all in all, the Dark Discussions podcast itself is a weekly podcast, so there will always be a new episode weekly on the Dark Discussions podcast feed, wherever podcasts are found. And of course, all those podcasts are available at darkdiscussions.com as well. So, uh, anybody need to say anything else before we, we start wrapping up? Anyone? Anyone want to thank our listeners? Anyone? I will just say thanks for listening, yeah. and thanks, guys, for letting me uh, rant and rave my crazy way <laughs> with you guys for this series, because it's the whether I enjoyed all the episodes or whatever, I always enjoyed doing the podcast. So thank you. Yep, well, I was uh, happy to have you, Sean. And and I'll also say thanks for listening. Uh, please again, give us feedback. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you like, don't like about the podcast. Tell us what you like, don't like about the show. Tell us what you hope to see in the show in the future. Uh, because even if we're not having an episode next week, we will have an episode next year. Or in twenty twenty four, whenever next season comes along, and been saying we want to hear what your thoughts. We we're spitting in the wind. We're not hearing what you're saying. Are we on target? Are we wrong? Are we are we being too negative? Are we being just enough negative or not negative enough? Where 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 are we? What's going on? How do you and how do you feel? Right, right, and and Mike, also uh, you sometimes mention this. Uh, uh, either subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast, but also what re, 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 leave reviews maybe Mike? Yeah, you can leave some reviews on, uh, on Apple podcast. You can leave on the Apple store. You can leave reviews on Stitcher on whatever it, format it is that you're using to download this. You can leave us reviews uh, and help us get more notification and more awareness and bring in more listeners. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, we are, a independent podcast network. Uh, we're not with any uh, big company. So anyway, you can help us out by uh, letting folks know about us is greatly appreciated as well as uh, Sean mentioned earlier, even Patreon will help. So share the episodes um, wherever you are on social media and let folks know about us. That would be great too. And with that stated, Mike, why don't you do this? Well, thank you for tuning in for this season of Halo from off uh, Halo Halo or actually sorry for this season of Cortana's Communiques, where we discussed the first season of Halo from the Paramount Plus Network. Uh, it, it is really, in some ways, a small miracle we're even talking about this because this was literally have been impossible to do. I think uh, ten or fifteen years ago, um, not just the, the 
the, the whole series and uh, at this level on a TV series budget. So um, we're, we're glad to have had you along. We hope you've enjoyed having us along and we do hope to see you again uh, sooner rather than later. <laughs>